Hope in God I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. That's a beautiful responsorial psalm for today. And we turn to him in utter trust and listen to the Gospels this morning um, for the liturgy, Luke chapter 9, verse 18 to 22. And I thank you for joining me. Good morning uh, or good day, wherever you are in the world. And I thank you for stopping a moment just to reflect on the scripture from today. The Gospels from Luke. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others, Elijah. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, the Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, the son of man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priest and the scribes and be killed on the third day. And be killed and on the third day be raised. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So who do you say that Jesus is? Think a moment. Who do you say that he is? And then sometimes, who do we say that he is when sometimes we don't want the will of God or we, we, we can't understand God's plan? And, you know, you, one, you wonder about this passage because Jesus came to be the Christ of God. Jesus came to be the Messiah. Jesus came to save us. He, the Son of Man, who would suffer greatly and be rejected. But he had also had to remember, um, he was teaching us. And as yet, the people were not ready to receive him as the Messiah. They didn't understand what the Messiah was. And in, um, in Roman-occupied Jerusalem, uh, they were hoping for a political Messiah, um, one who would, yes, lead them religiously, but also um, rout the Romans and um, establish a, a rule on earth um, similar to what they had in mind, how um, Solomon's glory in those glory days of King Solomon. But God sees the bigger picture. And, you know, Jesus is telling him part of the bigger picture was that the Son of Man would suffer greatly and be rejected, but he would rise on the third day after his death. But still, they couldn't understand it. I mean, they didn't, you know, in another part of the gospel just the other day, they 
they didn't understand what it, it meant to be raised from the dead. So they were arguing about who was the greatest. They turned to that argument since they couldn't figure out what Jesus meant. So God, God came to save us every day. He's open, his heart is open to ours. Are we open to him, to his heart? And do we trust him with that bigger picture? You know, like in this, in this gospel, you can see that if he could have looked inside the head of Peter or one of the other apostles, they've been like, oh, what does this mean? I don't know if I like this. And yet, because we can see the bigger picture now in history, we're like, oh, trust him. You know, that would be the best thing to do. Don't walk away from Jesus. Um, and likewise, our, our friends in heaven are the saints and the angels. And our loved ones who are in the embrace of God, they would tell us um, in our life, um, even though we can't see all the particulars, they would say, trust him. You can trust him and trust everything to him and turn to him with a lot of confidence. Because, yes, God will see you through. I know I have seen the Lord, the saints and the angels. I haven't seen him myself. I mean, I've seen him in my heart, but I haven't seen him like they've seen him, like they've seen the beautiful vision of our Lord in all his glory. So they would tell us to trust him. And they would say that he's got the whole world in his hands. That song is true. And that his plan is the best plan ever. And that, you know, sometimes we don't, we only see the little parts, but we can trust him because he's holding us all very dearly, very tenderly. Our father is so good to us. May he, um, may you see him today with the eyes of your heart. And even though you see, you don't see him or you, you don't understand what's going on, trust him and trust everything to him through, with, and in Jesus Christ. Let's say our morning offering. Divine heart of Jesus, I offer you through the immaculate heart of Mary, mother of the church, in union with the Eucharistic sacrifice, my prayers, my actions, my joys, and my sufferings of this day in reparation for sins and for the salvation of all men and women, according to the special intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, in the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Heavenly Father. And we pray for vocations. We pray especially for Catherine and Paz, who are going to become candidates with the Daughters of St. Paul in October. We pray for Kayla, our postulant, and we pray for all those in formation, all those discerning a religious vocation. Oh, Jesus, eternal shepherd of our souls, send good labors into your harvest. So we ask God's blessing on you and on all those you love. And I'm glad I can see, oh, Monorol is here. And Terry, Judy, Lissandro, Cara, Margaret, Let's, Kat, God bless you all, Vera and Krista, Hugh and Eloise, 
Bernadine and Raimundo Lynn. God bless you all, Susan. We pray for you and for all your families, and we ask God's blessing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Have a most blessed day with the Lord.